Knack at Home, your weekly podcast for all things Knack. On today's show, we'll be talking to Svenja Jinman from Wolverhampton's Diddy Dance, the funky preschool dance class for girls and boys that is now bringing live online sessions direct into your living room. We will also be talking to Tom Amflett from the Future Sound Project, a music promotion company well known for bringing you the very best music from across the West Midlands. First up, we're talking to Svenja Jinman from Wolverhampton's Diddy Dance, who is here to tell us about her new online sessions, which are proving to be a great way to keep a fun routine around the house. We start by asking, what is Diddy Dance all about? Diddy Dance is actually a franchise. Um, So Diddy Dance um, started about 16 years ago, or maybe a bit more, down in London. And then it's gradually grown, um, and we've got franchises all over the country now, including myself. So my franchise is Diddy Dance Wolverhampton, Stafford, North Telford and Market Drayton. So I cover quite a big area. Wow, yeah. And I've been running I've been running classes in that area for almost six years now. Um so yeah, I've been doing it a little while. And it's fantastic. So the classes are funky dance classes specifically designed for preschool age children. So when we're in our normal venues, um, it's children from around 18 months or when they're steady on their feet and walking up to before they start school. So the oldest are sort of four, four and a half. Uh, so the, the Diddy Dance classes, that uh, they're now online. Uh, how is this working for you? How, how, how is it working at the minute? So I was quite proactive, actually, at the very beginning of all this madness. <laughs> um, so even the week before the schools closed, I kind of knew what was coming. Yeah. And our franchise... Um, director is very very supportive and she sort of gave us a heads up and said look we might have to put our classes online so we did that and it's been really really successful so we've already been running online for about four weeks Um, we started a couple of weeks before the easter holiday so what we're doing is we're running classes via private facebook groups yeah so we're doing it as facebook lives so um, for this new half term, which started yesterday, I've got a lovely timetable together, which is myself and some of my Diddy Dance teachers who work for me. So we're offering one full length, which is 45 minutes, live class every morning, six days a week, Monday to Saturday. But we're also filling our live, uh, our Facebook group with other activities, shorter bits that people can dip into and do with their little ones. We've got some craft activities that are linked to our Diddy Dance classes and our themes that we're doing. We're doing some bedtime stories, which are really sweet for our Diddy Dancers. Um, craft activities like I say making props that we can dance with so we've we've shown them how to make their own pom-poms how to make their own tap sticks um, just things like that to keep them entertained in as many ways as we can not just the dancing that is incredible Uh, so so it is important for young children and parents to keep fit happy and active during this lockdown Uh, can you tell us more about the the benefits of Diddy Dance and being part of their everyday routine yeah so the parents are giving us great feedback about how it is it's enabling them to carry on with some sort of routine with their little ones while they're at home. Yeah. Because as you can imagine, little ones are so hard to keep entertained. Yeah, definitely. Um, they are very active naturally anyway. But I think the good thing about a Diddy Dance class is they can watch live, they can do the whole class with us, but because they're so little, they might not have the concentration to do 45 minutes. So they can dip in and out and watch back any time and do 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever they feel like. Um, we're keeping the timetable to one class at 10 a.m. every morning. So that helps with the routine. They know exactly what time the class is going to be on if they want to join us live. 
but as I say, they can look back at any time and do it when it suits them. But the grown-ups are really good as well. So it's a family activity, really. It's not just for the preschool children. Even in our classes in venues, we encourage the grown-ups to get up and participate. And I think more now than ever at home, they are doing, and they're dancing in their own living rooms with their little ones. <laughs> We're getting mums and dads and older brothers and sisters joining in, and they're sending us photos and videos of them doing it as a family. So it's fantastic. And it is very active, so it's burning off that energy that they've got. Um, as long as they've got a nice space that they can safely move around in, in their living room, then you know they don't need anything else, really. So it's a great addition to whatever they're homeschooling plan is or whatever they're doing during the day so it, it does sound like that it sounds like they're more than just classes now it sounds like it's more part of part of the daily routine and keeping that sense sense of community that you have at the classes yeah i really think of it as like a busy dance family um i've got lots of families that have been with me for a long time and they've caught, kind of brought their first child then when they've got older they've brought their second child and oh, some wow. of them really now on their third child so i'm very lucky we've got some lovely loyal customers but i think it's just because of how good quality the diddy dance classes are and everything else that we offer like you said it's not just about a dance class we really really do our best to get to know all of the children all of the parents um to give them that real sense of excitement when they come into a class and what's what's quite nice now is i've had some feedback from some of the parents because we're online and obviously the children are watching us on their tv if they've got a smart tv or on an ipad or even sometimes on a phone the children are kind of recognizing us but they think we're on tv so like, oh, that's, my, that's my dance teacher on tv and they think it's amazing and we've suddenly become like celebrities <laughs> so you've been getting some good feedback then from from your online classes yeah we've been getting absolutely amazing feedback i've been sharing some quotes of feedback on my facebook page but yeah the parents have been really really thankful for us just trying to keep it going really and giving them some familiarity that they can put into their routine um and someone else that can sort of have an hour of entertaining their child when they run out of things to do course, but yeah the feedback's yeah. been great um obviously it doesn't suit everybody not everybody is on facebook not everybody uses kind of um ipads and social media yeah. but a lot of people these days do um and yeah people have just been saying it's bringing fun and joy to our house thank you so much we've all joined in in our living room this morning uh, you know we've had a great workout even the grown-ups that's the kind <laughs> of feedback that we're getting Oh, that's incredible. So, so, so finally, how can existing members join the online classes and new members as well? How can they all be part of the Diddy Dance journey with you? Okay, so we have had a lot of our existing members already joining us um, because I did email them all when we swapped to online um, dancing. But there are some that have kind of come and gone, um, whether it's worked for them and whether it hasn't or they've had a little break from it and they're coming back now. So existing customers who were coming to our venue classes, all they need to do is log into their parent account, which they will know about, on the, on the Diddy Dance website, yeah. and they can book as if they're booking their normal class but it's at a discounted price. Um, I'm only charging £3.50 a week at the oh, wow. moment, and that's per household, not per child. So however many children you've got at home, it's £3.50 a week. And that is for all of these six full-length classes a week, plus lots of extra little activities. And they can still look back and join in all of the previous content from the last three or four weeks as well. 
Oh, well, so, so, it's, so really it's good value, value for, money, for money, money, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping, obviously, it's a tricky time for everyone. We're a small business. I'm self-employed, so are my teachers. So we're trying to keep it going, but we totally understand that parents are in a tricky situation financially as well. Of course, so yeah. I've dropped the price right down to £3.50. Yeah. And then new customers can join us at all at any time as well, and we'd love to have some new Diddy Dancers on board. Um, they just need to contact me. I think rather than telling them the link, to, to the website which is complicated if they go to my facebook page which is just at diddy dance walls or if they go to the new hampton arts center website which is newhamptonarts.co.uk and click on online classes my contact details are on there so there's a phone number for me and there's an email address and my facebook page as well so best thing for new customers to do if they want to join us is get in touch with me directly and i can give them the information that is brilliant, Svenja. Thank you so much for your time today. I re- no, really thank appreciate you for it. To me. No We're just really happy that we can keep it going and we just, you know, as many people as want to come on board, that would be brilliant. Definitely really keeping that sense of community alive, which is what it's all about. Yeah. And what we really enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's hard times for everyone. I'm trying to hold homeschool my son and I'm trying to work around him and yeah. everybody's in a, a very tricky situation. So just keeping that fun and that energy and that entertainment alive so everyone's got something positive to do with their day. Completely agree. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much. Nice to speak to you. It's Wolverhampton's own 101.8 WCRFM. Next up is Tom Amflett. Tom and his brother are the co-creators of the Future Sounds Project. These guys have put on a number of shows here at NAC, with a few more on the horizon. We start off by asking Tom, how did the Future Sound Project deal with the initial outbreak of COVID-19? Um, well, obviously we had so many shows booked in, um, that it's just been a case of uh, trying to reschedule those shows of actually not knowing what date we're, <laughs> we're going yeah. to be starting back up again. So that's been the first one. Um, so we've had between 30 shows made, 30 and 40 shows maybe to reschedule. Oh, wow. Um, so it's, it's been rescheduling, the, it's rescheduling those and trying to have a bit of guesswork, really. Um, we're, we're sort of going mainly from the end of August um, through to sort of December rescheduling those. Yeah, yeah. And so that's been the first thing. Um, the other thing is we set up um, an, ex- a, a, an exposure um, Spotify playlist for bands um, just as a way of trying to get them as much exposure as they can while the gigs aren't going on. Um, so that's doing quite well. I think we've got nearly 350 followers on Spotify on that one. Um, oh, that's, that's incredible. Good. Yeah, really, really pleased with and that. Are, are um, they all are they all like local and unsigned bands and stuff, or some signed as well? Yeah, the, the signed bands um, are only sort of of the local variety. Really, we've got the claws on there. We've recently been signed to right, yeah, Universal, um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's mainly for local bands. Um, but we've kind of opened it up to anyone really, just um, just to use it as a platform to push themselves. Um, so that's worked really well. Um, we then um, use it as a time of reflection, really, because it's it's given us time to sort of reflect on what we wanted to uh, what we wanted to achieve and some of the processes that we were doing and try and improve those um, in terms of how we we book and evaluate shows that we do book. So 
that's been quite handy actually to have a bit of time to step back. Yeah, um, a, a bit of time to kind of plan in the long term what's going to go and a bit of breathing exactly, space. Exactly. Yeah. It, it is quite a hectic job, isn't it? And you kind of have to move with it. And even if you're not very comfortable, you still have to kind of go forward because it's all time sensitive. So I suppose it, it must be quite nice to have a bit of time to reflect on what you've been doing. Chris, it's been great to be honest because you can actually, yeah, you can just take a step back. And Jay and I, um, we work full time jobs as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's it's been nice actually to really um yeah, really just get our teeth stuck in long term plans. Um and yeah and Well uh we we're all very excited about the Future Sounds Projects gig announcements uh, at the NAC. Can you tell us a, a little more about those shows? Yeah, so we're we're delighted to be honest. We we first worked with the NAC um probably when I was in a band, probably we played in about 2010 for the first time, oh, wow. maybe 2009. <laughs> yeah, so we, we've had a long association with the team down there. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, we, we first, we were in a band called Dakota Beats and um, to try and, we used to do some of our hometown shows um, at the New Hampton, but then we tried to uh, use it as a platform to help the younger bands that were around by us. And we, we launched shows called Dakota Beats Presents yeah. Um, so they went on for probably until about 2012. Um, and then, yeah, we we started putting nights on as Baddies Boogie and we did some really good events there. And and then as the Future Sound Project. Yeah, we, we've only I think we've only done two shows with the with the New Hampton, but we've always wanted to come back to to Wolves, really. Yeah. Um, but we've been doing things in Birmingham and Coventry. Um, but yeah, Wolves is obviously where our heart is at. Um, and so yeah, we're really excited. So we've we've announced now. This is this is the question. We've announced, I believe, three shows coming up. But we, you know, might be able to do a few more bit, a few more reveals as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we've got yes on um, Saturday the 29th. So this hasn't been announced yet, but we've got um, second hand jeans um, and the candy who are going to be playing. Um, Fantastic. We're thrilled. Yeah, really good bands. And second hand jeans, I think of. We've kind of grown up with the venue, really, um, playing things like um, uh, what what are the young shows called? They're uh, live and picking. Yeah, the live and picking stuff. Yeah, so they've grown up with uh, with playing the NAC. Um, then we've got um, another local band coming in on the Friday, the eleventh of September. We've got the Chasers. Um, we're based sort of Kings Winford Way. Yeah, they've only just started playing uh, sort of the local circuit. Um, over sort of the last six months or so um but are doing great things um really like selling out uh the sunflower and things like that um so they're doing wicked uh they're going to be with watermark young braves and giant and the georgies a really strong lineup um oh, giant and the georgies and they're, 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 they're one of my favorites they are. i really like those guys giant and the georgies yeah they're, they're brilliant yeah, yeah. fantastic um, band then on the september uh, the 19th the saturday uh, but in our lives, uh, head shrinkers, pelican, and blip black and the chili holders. Nice. And then on the twenty fifth, um, we've got paper castles headlining the band from Stafford, uh, or they might, I think they're Canuck actually, Canuck band, uh, with City Lights, Nova Bloom, and Black Bear Kiss. So some really uh, popular local bands, really, that we, we're trying to bring to you. Just trying to put as many great bands all on one lineup. Um, yeah, just really show what, I'm, what I'm, we... I'm already re- like really excited about them. It's going to be such a good show to come back to. 
to a yeah that's the thing and back fingers in, back crossed we'll be we'll be back and running yeah around that point and these shows really will be uh really popular shows i think so um yeah it'd be great for the venue great for the bands great for us and great for the city so uh Fingers crossed, we'll be back up and running by that point. Definitely. So the uh, the Future Sound projects, you've just you guys have just released a new podcast. Can you tell us a little bit? Yeah, more really. About that? So this is one of the things going back to what what I said before, where we've we've got to reflect on things that we've perhaps had in our mind, but actually didn't have the time to execute. Yeah. So um, yeah, the podcast has been um, we talked about it probably around October, November last year, um, but it was something we just never started. Um, it takes a, a bit of inspiration from the Peter Crouch podcast. I don't know if you've listened to that, um, if you're into your football. Um, but that's a BBC podcast, which is um, basically just uh, Peter Crouch with, with two people from the BBC. And they're just chatting about some of the specifics of football, but in like a humorous kind of down the pub kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Put our own spin on that. So um, I suppose let people in, let people in behind the curtain of kind of what goes on if you're in a band or if you're a promoter um, and things like that. So we've done songwriting, first of all. We had uh, Alex Ohm and um, Ryan Pinson, who's actually, you know, based um, down by you guys. So we did about songwriting. So we, we obviously got, an artist and um, a producer's uh, outlook on that, and you know, just had a real laugh while we while we were doing it. I bet that was um, so fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, loads of fun. Then we had uh, we did one about promoting a show um, with some you know some reps. Yeah. Um, we, we talked about the the fun that you have with with bands and that time period between sort of four o'clock and half seven, which if you come <laughs> to a show you would never know about. Um, yeah, yeah. And obviously, we got a few good tales on that one. Um, the one we released this morning was all about promoting a show. Um, so we've had a local lad from Sedgley who's done really well. He's now working um, serious uh, promoters who put on like the London Jazz Festival. Um, he's Matt Williams. He came on and spoke to us about promoting at, at a national level. He, he used to work for Royal Albert Hall um, yeah. as well and Kilimanjaro Live in London um, as well. Then, uh, obviously, we talked about promotion sort of on a local scale. Uh, and then we had um, Connor Hill, who's in a band called The Novus, uh, another fairly local band um, from Stourbridge sort of way, um, doing great things. But they do a lot of DIY shows where they've sold out some um, big venues and venues that don't normally put music on. And they've invested time into building a stage and lighting and, and all sorts. So that's been really fun. Um, next week... Uh, we're talking about um, the importance of branding. Um, and so we've got a couple of guests who haven't been revealed just yet who are talking about how to brand um, on your social media. And, oh, uh, yeah. And then the ne- the one after that, which we're really looking forward to, is all about sound check. So right. we're, we're excited <laughs> about that. Because, uh, um, yeah, Chris, I don't know if you've played in bands, but sound check is just, it, it's such a, a funny thing to talk about because. You basically, you bundle into a room. There could be four, three, five different bands playing. You all yeah. arrive around a similar sort of time. Um, sound technicians, sound engineers in, engineers are a breed of their own, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's plenty yeah. of tales of those. Um, there's tales with, you know, horror stories of sound check that we've had as promoters, but also horror stories that you have when I used to play in a band. Um, and, yeah, so it's... Uh, 
that, that's a really, I think that's going to be a funny one. I think um, it is because it's always, when you get vocalists to sound check it, 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 and you just want them to talk down the mic, you never know what you're going to yeah. get. And if you've got like a band where all five of them are singing or something, it just it just turns into bedlam so quickly. <laughs> it does. You've always got the band that want to sound check about eight songs. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got you know you've got the you've got the sound check. You don't want to talk to anyone. You've, <laughs> you know, you've got um, you you know you might have the bands that uh have decided that they're going to bring in a fifty lo- fifty beer cans in beforehand, <laughs> and you you know. There's loads of tales to be told on that one, but yeah, we're going to dive into some more of the funny ones. So you know, like the practice room. That's just such yeah, a good yeah. topic that you can get people to talk about things that have happened, um, going into recording, playing gigs away from home. Yeah, and um, there's loads of stories to be told, and um, but also it's good to learn from for bands starting up or or, or more experienced people. It's we, I learned so much from the one. Um, it was released today uh, from Matt and and doing the DIY stuff, you know. I, yeah. Um, Matt doing the touring shows and Connor doing the DIY. I, I didn't know really too much. Of, I knew a little bit about both areas, but not as much as they did who've gone yeah. through it and experienced it. So even though we're having a laugh, at, you know, and might be having might have a little drink and a catch up, um, it really is. Uh, it's it's good to learn, but it's good to have fun as well. So it's, yeah, it's, they've been good things. Well, I, th- I think it's such an expansive kind of uh, environment, and there's lots of different ways to do everything. There's lots of different ways to do rehearsal, to do writing, to do gigging, to do sound checks. That all of these yeah. stories are going to collide at one point, and you are going to get some ridiculous results. So it, it does yeah. sound like for a really good podcast. And where, where can people find this podcast? So we're on Spotify. Um... And it, but if you want to see our uh, ugly mugs, then you can go on YouTube <laughs> as well. Um, just search uh, the Future Sound Project podcast. Um, yeah, one of the funny stories that came about on uh, the one about um, promoting a show, uh, sorry, repping a show, was uh, actually when Jay and I thought it was a good idea back in about 2013 to when we were putting acoustic nights on at the New Hampton. Um, was to sell cops. Cops? <laughs> so, uh, as in, as in like cheese cops? cops. Yeah. <laughs> as in cheese cops. Um, we used to go back to my mum and dad's house and <laughs> rush home from work before a Friday night show. We'd make some of the rubbish, dodgiest cops you've ever seen <laughs> in your life. Um, and we thought it was a really good idea. And Jay and I used to do a few deals. You know, it might be like, oh, I'll tell you what. Um, you were... Uh, <laughs> You go and sort the tickets with the bands beforehand, and I'll go and sell the cops. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but um, they did all right. But I remember when we when we went over, we we started booking some acoustic shows in Birmingham at the same time, and I went, "Oh, that's brilliant that you were that you you're about because um, you know, we we sell cops at our <laughs> gigs, and they were like, "No, nah, you're not doing that." So the cops stopped. Um, there's some funny tales anyway, so I hope people enjoy them. That sounds brilliant. Um, have you got any music recommendations for anyone? I know you mentioned that Spotify playlist earlier. Would you would you funnel people to that for uh, your recommendations? Yeah, the Spotify playlist has been going since last September. We do um, a monthly playlist, which is based on all of the new music uh, coming out um, from that month or, say, the month or so prior. Um, when the lockdown started, we, we kind of stopped that to do the exposure playlist. Yeah. Um, but this month we're picking it back up with the April releases because lots of bands have got creative, you know, during this time and um, yeah, there's a lot of released a lot of stuff. 
yeah so we're gonna we're gonna get the the monthly playlist back on it's had a sort of a month month and a half off so yeah so that'd be a great place um what i would say is though the uh yeah the the city's just thriving really with with top bands um the novus as i've said before i really really rate them um you've got bands like the claws who I feel really sorry for because of the lockdown, sort of their plans with Universal. They signed sort of last yeah. October, I think. So their plans have kind of been stunted, but all ready to go. Riskers are doing really well. Um, over a million plays on Spotify. Oh, um, wow. Panic Like Tom. They've just released a new track uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you've got a guy called Phil Maidley, who um, he played the New Hampton Art Centre for us, I think, when he was about 15, 16 um we're talking now 2016 ish i reckon yeah well he's all grown up now um <laughs> things with uh i'm pretty sure he's doing things with the uh felix from the maccabees oh, uh, wow. he's sort of label he's got some play on radio x um so check phil made the ice he's got some really good tunes and he's uh a Stourbridge lad moved to london um so yeah uh there's so many that I could probably stay on here for the next hour, kind of picking up, picking up bands. But um, and it, it, yeah. it, it really blows me away, to be honest with you. That you've, I mean, you've just reeled off like so many bands, and there are still so many more past that as well. There are definitely worth mentioning, but like, there's not enough time in the day to, to go through all of them. And and, no, and, and still, really that's, that's only one pocket of a genre. There's still you still got metal, you still got folk, you still got jazz, who have all got a similar amount of an active scene you know what i mean there's, there's yeah. still a lot of creativity and activity going across the entire music board which i find really fascinating at the minute we're really lucky but we are really lucky you know um we genuinely generally uh look at sort of the indie slash alternative and a bit of the acoustic folky kind of stuff that's kind of what yeah, we, yeah. we push but yeah it really is and you know that makes rescheduling all of these dates so difficult because um, all of the different areas of music and, you know, the promotions companies are really thriving at the moment. And um, obviously getting those dates into such a small schedule and you've got the <laughs> yeah, touring definitely, bands. Yeah. It's been a bit of, uh, yeah, it's been a bit like Game of Tetris, really. <laughs> Have you guys um, have you guys been uh, disappointed with, with, with no uh, festivals this year? Are you guys festival goers at all? We go to festivals, yeah. Um, I think my days of going to um, some of the camping festivals are uh, <laughs> probably probably behind me, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, we we really like the neighbourhood festival. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Yeah, I've um, heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. So it's in Manchester. Um, there's about twelve venues, maybe, um, a bit like the Camden Crawl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically each venue has its own lineup. Um, and then your ticket's like a wristband and you can just walk in between the two on sort of a two-mile radius, maybe. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, that, that's that's probably my favourite festival because it's really kind of what we're doing at the minute. So it's um, yeah, type of bands that, that you know, we, we hope our local bands uh, can get to that kind of size. And, of course, yeah. Yeah, so that's um, that's a wicked festival. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just such a shame, isn't it, that everything having to be cancelled at the moment um, but obviously everyone's safety is just paramount so it's understandable but um oh 100 hopefully... understandable yeah but i think it is it is going to blow up when it all uh when we all come back together though, and we start gigging again it's going to be uh, well I, I hope so i hope so you yeah. know um i hope people are really, put really off do. by this you know what i mean 
yeah, for the venue's sake, really, as, yeah. as well as everyone else's, because the bands can still be creative and they've found ways of, um, you know, still performing and et cetera, et cetera. But the venues are the, are the people course, that are yeah. really need to this to get back and um so finally uh how can people find out more about the future sound project uh so we mainly use our instagram really our instagram's kind of the the hub really um so yeah if you uh just instagram the future sound project um then we are there um our shows are obviously uh on your own website uh see yeah. tickets um for most of our Birmingham shows is, is where we go as well. Um, we have a Facebook page um, where you can have a look at our events. Again, the Future Sound Project. Um, have a look at our Spotify playlist and on our YouTube channel, the Future Sound Project as well. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, pretty much everywhere you can find us. But um, yeah, if you are in a band um, or you are an artist and you're looking for a, a show, um, later on in the year, um, or if you're looking for you know, to get some exposure to your latest single or release, then yeah, just drop us a message, um, and you know, we'll be happy to help you out. That is absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today, Tom. Yeah, thank you for having me, Chris. Yeah, really appreciate the time. And now, a little knack news. On May 14th, we will be hosting a special online performance of Coffee and Tea, The Story and Me, courtesy of Black Country Touring. This heartwarming show has been designed strictly for an intimate audience of 12. So we have identified our top theatre bookers and sent them email invites to say thank you. Black Country Touring has brought some very special shows to Nax Theatre over the years and is now excited to trial a new digital venture in theatre, delivering this feel-good show straight to your living room. So check your inboxes to see if you have an invite and reserve your free place today. Don't forget you can also catch up on all previous episodes of Knack at Home by visiting newhamptonarts.co.uk forward slash listen underscore to underscore us and joining the conversation on your social media pages using the hashtag Knack at Home. Until next time, Wolverhampton, stay safe, keep well.